funky. What up, though? I'm just playing. Y'all, what's up, y'all? Welcome back, everybody, to the Whatever You Want to Call It podcast with your host, me, Marquise Nash. You know it. You know the game. We know what what we're talking about. You know what we're going to talk about here today. Like I said last week, or not even last week, my last podcast, we're going to be talking about week seven scores. We're going to be talking about all this stuff that's going on in the NFL. We're also going to be talking about breaking news. Oda Beckham is out for the season with a torn ACL, but we're going to talk about it a little later. But first, right now, we're going to talk about week seven scores. So week seven scores, I don't know if I told you this about the Eagles, little Eagles, but let's, we're going to go right now. Uh, the Eagles win against the Giants 22 to 21. The Saints beat the Panthers 27 to 24. The Bills beat the Jets 18 to 10. The Browns beat the Bengals 37 to 34. The uh, the Washington football team beat the Cowboys 25 to 3. The Packers beat the Texans 35 to 20. The Lions beat the Falcons 23 to 22. The Steelers beat the Titans 27 to 24. The Buccaneers beat the Raiders 45 to 20. The Chiefs beat the Broncos. 43-16, the Jags get, got beat by the Chargers, 39-29, 20, the 49ers beat the Patriots, 33-6, the Seahawks lose against the Cardinals, 37-34, and then for Sunday Night Football, we got the uh, Rams beating the Bears, 24-10, so for right now, we're going to, no, this is not Sunday night, it's actually Monday night, I made a mistake, sorry people, sorry. Everybody make mistakes, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it like everybody else. Speaking of mistakes, um, the Cowboys. Um, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying that that they're bad. I mean, they're bad. They're pretty bad this year. I mean, I, I'm gonna say this again. The NFC. I said this last week. The NFC East is by far the worst division of all time. Like they're the worst. Um, there's no thing you can just budge about it and say, oh, well, they're not that bad. They're that bad. <laughs> the NFC East is that bad, man. The Eagles, I don't know if they, I, I think, the, the Eagles, did the Eagles win or did they have a bye? They probably had a bye. I think the whole NFC East just needs to have a bye for the rest of the season. But, I mean, that's just me. Now, I think whatever. You might be a Eagles fan or a Giants fan or, or whoever whoever's fan in the East. In the East. Man, but it, it seems like everybody in the East, in the NFC East, just need to take a a whole year just to say, okay, we need to reinvent ourselves or something because they suck. They really truly suck. Um, I'm just not saying it's just because I'm a I don't like the NFC East or I'm not a big fan of the other teams, but I'm just saying this on a simple fact. I just <laughs> they just suck. It's just terrible. It's not even it's and like literally. It's like, bruh, like, how bad can you be? Like, it's literally gonna, whoever went, and I, I feel like at that point at the game, or that, at this point in the game right now, I just be feeling like, really, like, really, do you really think that the, do we, like, when you look at it, you'll be like, okay, somebody from the NFC East is gonna win the division and possibly be a, a one or two seed, probably a three seed at the end, winning their division, and then on top of that, 
them winning the division, they're going to be under 500. Most likely, anybody that wins the division is probably going to be either at 500 or under 500 by at least two games. Like, whoever wins the division, which is going to be even crazier on its own, just on the simple fact of them just winning, them winning the, uh, their division. Their division. So, it's that's a really crazy thing about this whole thing. Which, I mean, and then shout out to, man, uh, speaking of injuries and bang, I mean, Danny Dalton, he took a hit, man. And, it, it, and I watched that game, and I'm looking like, that's how you can really tell their team is like just scrambling. And this, and no offense to, like, Mike McCarthy, but it's, right now, it's Mike McCarthy's fault right now why their team is not doing well. I mean, like I said before about, yes, a couple podcast episodes ago, um, about Jerry Jones. It's the Jerry Jones curse. Until Jerry Jones leaves, he's not gonna realize it until probably it's too late, probably, or until they finally be pummeled in the, in the standings, or until they be a non-factor after years, year, for, uh, years to come. I mean, it's like they, until he leaves, that's when their, their team is gonna be successful. When he leaves, that's when you're gonna start hearing about the Cowboys, being a great team again because they actually have a great squad and everything, but it's just because they drafted C. Lamb, they drafted these guys, and still nothing. They still have nothing. Like their defense sucks. I mean, Mike Nolan. I don't know Mike McCarthy. If you had like a, you probably did. You did have an alignment with uh, Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan hired him when he first came in, and he kind of got that. I got your back. You got my back. Kind of. You scratch my back. I scratch your back. Kind of thing. Okay, sorry. Don't scratch his back. Like, no, bro. Just fire him. It's 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 really simple. Their defense sucks. Fire Mike Nolan. It's just really easy. It's not even like a, a argument. They suck, and it just suck because of their defense. Their offense is actually pretty decent, even though they have Andy Dalton. But I mean, we'll talk about Andy Dalton and them not being him not being a great quarterback later. But for right now, we can just talk about it. The main focus right now is that de- that defense. That defense is terrible. It, it's probably worse than the Packers defense in years past. And I'm a Packers fan. And I know bad I know bad defense because I play I played I was not even played. I watched our our Packers bad defenses. So I know a bad defense when I see one. It, that's a bad defense. And that's simple, man. I, I fire Mike Nolan. That's the hashtag. That's the hashtag for this week. Fire Mike Nolan if you're a Cowboys fan. It, for me, that's what that's what it is right now. I mean, it, it's, and it's just it's simple though for me. When you see see a problem, it's it's an easy solution. When you see a problem, and you say, okay, the problem is okay, our defense. You like, okay, well, that's our de- our problem is our defense. Okay, so why who controls the defense? Oh, Mike Nolan. Okay, Mike Nolan controls the defense. Okay, well, fire him then. It, it's simple. But I think Mike McCarthy is one of them guys where he likes to keep people for a while. And he did that. He did that with uh, the Packers when he had we had Dom Capers for the Packers. He kept him for three more years, and and it, it just got irritated. Though I was like, okay, dude, Dom Capers is the reason why the defense sucks. And it was like, all right, bro, all right, bro, like, come on, bro, stop. Like, at this point, he'd be like, okay, bro. And Dom Capers is a great defensive coordinator. I'm not going to down him because he was great when we we won them Super Bowls. But it was like at the same time, it was like, bro, those Super Bowls was the not Super Bowls, the Super Bowl or in the years past after the Super Bowl when we had them great defenses. It was like, okay, he was great then, but it was like, okay, eventually he'd be like, okay, we got to go away from Dom Capers. This is the same way I feel about uh, Mike Pettin. Mike Pettin is still in a work in progress, I think. So I will give him some time. I think too. 
for us as Packer fans, we get we get sick of people really fast. We we did that with, we do that a lot though as fans too. I think it's not only just Packers fans. I just think as a fan, sometimes we do that. We we give up really fast. So when the stuff ain't working or when we expect something to be like good right away, we expect oh man, we spoke they're supposed to. Be good, like so. When we get a Don, not a Don Capers, but like a Mike Pedden, we think, okay, three years time, we supposed to have a top ten defense, and we have, our defense is not that bad. I think we're fifteenth. The Packers is, I think, like fifteenth in uh, pass, and I think in running, and like seventeenth in I think running. So it's not, it's a middle of pack kind of. So it's not, it's pretty average. Which I mean, it doesn't. I don't think you have to have. Uh, a great defense to win championships. I mean, it's great to have it, but you can be average because all you need to do is make make the big moments when it needs to happen, like the playoffs. When you make big moments in the playoffs, you can have an average defense, but then when the playoffs come, you just intensify your uh, your game. So, I mean, and the two is not really with, especially now since it's like the NBA now since the NBA bubble now since it's not no home, no home full advantage really when there's no fans now really. It's changing the field, so now it's not really a, a home game for the home team. It's really just a game, really. It's just like playing in high school. Like when I used to play in high school, a few people in the hot crowd or whatever, and you can you could it'll still be loud at times, but and most of the, for the most part you can hear yourself. You but when I went to these other schools and when we went to suburban schools, they had damn near the whole town out. You be like, okay, I can I can't hear nothing now. You gotta. Like what you say? What you say? You yelling out, yelling your friend, or when now you really actually gotta listen to like your coach? You be like, okay, you gotta lip read your coach, your defense coach. You be like, oh, what you say? Because I play defense. If you don't, people want to know, I play defense in high school. But yeah, like um, you know, like when you playing and you in the you in the game and you like, okay, so what you say, coach? What you, I can't hear you. I can't. I can't hear you. You gotta you gotta say it louder, and that's where I think the science came from. Because they realize in college it's way louder in college, so it's I don't know why it's just I think the way the stadiums are stadiums are built in college, that's the why it's like so louder than loud. Like it's like oh my god, especially like Alabama or Clemson, them big state big uh, colleges. You it's always loud there, so you expect like oh okay, it's gonna be super loud for no reason at all. Ain't not no reason at all, but it's gonna be super loud. So you just kind of expect that though when you go to the big colleges. But let's let's go through the scores though because I'm up here talking about um, I went all into talking about the Cowboys and talking about college football teams. Um, okay, we got the Eagles. I talked about that already. The Browns. Uh, shout out to Odell Beckham, man. Hope he get better, man. He tore his ACL, and I'm just gonna speak on the Odell Beckham situation. Man, it's just it's sad to see a player like that of his caliber that just came off an injury last year to come now he tears his ACL, which is ends his, pretty much ends the season, and it just it's a shame because I would have loved him. Like he's paired with uh, uh, Jarvis Landry is probably the top five receivers. Like they when they are, are on or when the Browns are doing their thing. They're probably one of the best wide receiving combos, like in the NFL. But when they're not, it's just like, uh, because Landry can get off no matter what. 
Odell needs somebody to throw it to him in order to him to get off. Like if you're not throwing it to him, he's pretty. He's gonna be a pretty pissed guy. He's not gonna be a a good guy to talk to when you get on the bus or when you in a locker room. Landry is one of them guys where he ain't really gonna say nothing. Really, he gonna just like, all right, I dealt with it in Miami, so I'm just gonna do like I think Odell's kind of a different animal. He's like, all right, well, bro, I just want the ball, like. I came here for a reason, which I get, I get too, because at the same time, it's like, okay, well, you brought me here for a reason. You didn't bring me here just to sit. You brought me here to play. So it's like when you see that kind of stuff from that kind of player, and you, and I feel like it's passion. The person's passionate about the game when they do that. So I, that's why I just think that this whole older Beckham situation with him getting injured and him possibly getting traded now. Now it's by possibility he's not even gonna get traded now, so he's probably gonna be on the Browns for another year again. Uh, the Cowboys they suck. Um, I'm gonna talk about that a little bit. I don't want to talk about that. Um, the Falcons uh, did it again, even when they wanted to. They they it just seems like every game they find a way to lose. Even when they they fired Dan Quinn, I don't think it's Dan Quinn at this point. I just think it's the culture. They have a losing culture since Dan Quinn came in. Well, not since he came in, but ever since they lost that 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, they their mind has not it's, – it's still on the Super Bowl. I think they've just been giving up lead just on that on that fact. But it's just – it's ridiculous at this point, man. It's, they they just – like I said, it's for like – for the NFC, the Falcons need to do the same thing. They need to have a, a whole – Six, seven week by and just end the season like that. Just end the season where they at right now because they ain't they ain't going nowhere. They not. We not going to the playoffs. So you might as well just have a hope. Or just go on break. Go to Cancun. Go relax and get your toes done or get many patties or something because that's the only thing y'all can do. Probably good now is get many patties or something like that because y'all playing like y'all girls. I know if it's the girls that get many patties or girls at all. But you're, you're, you're playing like them. You're playing soft, basically. I'm not going to say you playing like girls because I don't want to fit no girls. So, because girls can do anything men can do. that we, we And that's been proven a lot of times. But, um, yeah, you, y'all playing a little soft. Y'all playing a little like y'all got your heart took it out, which they probably did. So, um, and then we got the Steelers beating the Titans. I actually knew this was going to be a good game. And I watched this game. Even, and it shouldn't have been actually this close. It was it was actually a blowout. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger threw three interceptions, like Ben Roethlisberger do. He, I mean, he wasn't going even, and they're still undefeated too. So that's the that's the, and they're the only undefeated team right now since the Seahawks lost against Arizona and, and Sunday Night Football. Um, but yeah, it's the <laughs> the Titans lost. I mean, and I figured this is a physical defense, and I just knew. Derrick Henry was not gonna have a. I mean, he had a decent game. I mean, let me just take this. Check the stats real quick. Let me check the stats real quick. His stats was Derrick Henry had 20 carries for 75 yards and an average 3.8 yards per attempt and one TD. So he didn't have the game he usually has. He usually has about 150 every game, like 20, probably the same amount of uh, touches, probably more, like 35 touches for like probably 150 or something like that, or. 180. So he didn't have a good game. AJ Brown actually had a good game. Had five receptions for uh, three yards and a TD. Uh, Davis had a good game on the Titans. Also had uh, uh, six receptions for 35 yards and a TD. So I mean, it was they had a pretty good game plan. <laughs> like 
And I was like I said before with the tight with Derrick Henry, he's one of them type of players where you have to stop him like immediately. You gotta put some type of body on him because if you don't, he's gonna just run you over. Like, and I think as a team, as a Steelers, what the Steelers did was it basically was like, okay, we gotta hit him early because if he gets stride for stride. You're not beating him. You're not gonna do anything if he starts striding. If he start, if he wants to get past that 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 third or uh, the third or second line of defense, which is either what the first line, of course, is the offensive alignment. I mean, defense alignment. If he gets past that, he's pretty much housing it uh, every time. He like and whatever. If people don't know what housing is, that means he's gonna go get a touchdown. But yeah, he's housing it every time. If uh, if he if he gets any type of life and if he gets any type of space in between the, with the, with, the, with the guys, and I think as a man, it's just your right to do that. Like this dude has to make this personal. And I, I for me, it felt personal when I watched it. It felt like the Steelers was like, man, y'all talking about the Titans and we undefeated. Like we undefeated, y'all talking about the Titans. Like they, I think they felt like that. Like the Titans was like. Y'all, they're not even, they just lost, I mean, they undefeated, they're 5-0, and we're 5-0, and and we both, we're way better than them, and y'all talking about them? Like, it kind of made it, it felt personal with them, so I I love, and I think this is going to be a a playoff game that we're going to love to see in a playoff. I want to see this game again. I don't know if they play each other again, but I I probably got to check the schedule, but I don't know if they play again, but I want to see this game again, because I want to see how Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans are going to respond after this though because that was a a hard fought game by the, the Steelers and they almost lost this game because Ben Rossberger gave up three interceptions which I mean that's not you unusual but I mean dang Ben y'all should have almost lost the game it'll be a shame if y'all got Derrick Henry did not have a good game and y'all lost still lost it's like bruh <laughs> I'll be pissed I'm like you got him to what you want him to do you stopped Derrick Henry and I, that's what I was saying last week it, about, they were saying, uh, I think on most of these news stations and stuff were saying, oh, Derek Henry, I kept hearing on like these other uh, outlets that Derek, uh, not Derek Henry, but um, what's his name? Ryan Tannehill was a top five quarterback. Uh, no, he's not. He's not even close to being a top five quarterback at all. He's not even close. The top five quarterbacks, are he's not even in the end of the, He's, not, he's he's probably a top fifteen at that. I will give him that credit. He's not a top ten. He's not a top five or ten. He's a fifteen. He's and he's probably at fifteen. He's probably fifteen. He's not if I say top fifteen. He's fifteen. Like it's that's not how he's not that. I mean I'm not saying he's bad, but he's not that good. Like he's not like oh my god he's transcend. Like you can tell even with the game today. I mean not today. But even the game Sunday game. You saw it. It was like, you saw it. He didn't, he's only going to be hot or he's only going to be good when Derrick Henry is good. If Derrick Henry goes off of, uh, gets 35 carries and gets 200 yards, the most likely uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to go off. Because now it's, now Derrick Henry affects the game more than just pat. he affects the running game and the passing game. Because now every time you play action, you worried about Derrick Henry going housing it for 95 yards or something like that if you're especially if you bagged up you're 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 you already know he housed against uh the the texans like three times already i think it was three or two times already so it's like you're already kind of expecting like if you got to get him 
You gotta get him. And I think, like I said, this game is gonna this Steelers and Titans. It's, it's turning into a rivalry. I mean, if it's not a rivalry, it's a rivalry now. <laughs> For my, in my eyes, it's a rivalry now. But uh, y'all, y'all, man, it's just so fun. It was. I was watching the game and I was like, oh, it, and they the Steelers has always been like a physical team anyway, and like a, a team that just don't take. They don't like people. They're like a, a and I like them because. They're Steelers. I mean, not even because they're Steelers, but I like them because they're just half physical. Like I want to be. They they make stuff personal, and once you should, as a football player, you gotta make stuff personal because that's the only way you should win. I mean, you got the Buccaneers. And speaking of personal, um, uh, Buccaneers they won. I Man, that's typical though for Tom Brady. I'm not a Tom Brady hater. I said it like nonchalant. People think my thing. Oh, you hating on them? No, I'm not. I'm just not a big Tom. I just, I just don't like when people just brag about Tom Brady like Tom Brady doesn't make mistakes. That's all I'm about. If Tom Brady, if that's all I'm just saying, Tom Brady fans are always like, oh, he doesn't make mistakes, or when he does make a mistake, it's always you're blaming the receiver instead of blaming him. Like, if he throws a bad pass, you're like, oh, well, the rare receiver wasn't right there where he's supposed to be, or if... Like you, or if, or if they do lose, you give an excuse like, "Oh, well, he was injured. He had a couple injuries." No, he's Tom Brady. He's Tom freaking Brady. He's supposed to be great. He's supposed to make diamond diamonds in a rough. He's supposed to make people that are that are not that good until all star players or whatever. Not all star, but Pro Bowl players. Like, and I said that's what guys like Aaron Rodgers and. Uh, Patrick Mahomes does. I mean, no offense to Tariq and Kelsey, but imagine them playing against a guy like Tannehill. Would they be the same kind of guys? Would they still be the same kind of tight ends and and receivers? Like, and I'm not saying nothing to Tariq Hill or, or or Kelsey or nothing like that. But just this thing about it, imagine if they didn't have uh, Patrick Mahomes that can make stuff happen. Like they wouldn't. You wouldn't talk about Kelsey the way you talk about Kelsey now. Kelsey probably would be still probably good because he's a good tight end and he's a great blocking tight end and he's a great receiving tight end. And same way for uh, Tariq Hill, he's a fast guy. I mean, he's a so-so route runner. He's not the best route runner, but he's a so-so route runner. And uh, he, they'll still be, I'll probably be great, but like just the simple fact of just them being where they at and them being so popular right now, it, they wouldn't be probably the best they were if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes. And the same way for like with Devontae Adams and um Valdez Scanlon and Lazard. Like especially the undrafted guys like Lazard and Valdez Scanlon. Devontae would probably have been a good because Devontae is a good route runner where so he would have found a way to do something. But even then Devontae it took them t- it took it took a while for people to recognize him after like his third or fourth year did it everybody was like, okay, he's a good wide receiver and it took some time with Aaron Rodgers to figure out, okay, we got chemistry because you saw that last game where he just kept on passing him. That's and that's what that's what I think that's what Elder Beckham wanted. Something like that. When you got a bad matchup against you, I don't get I don't, I don't care if you're all we we're a team no, he he saw what Aaron Rodgers did. Every time he had a chance to throw Devontae, he threw it to Devontae. A screen, Devontae. Uh, a first, third, and three, Devontae. Oh, we should run the ball. Nope, we're throwing it to Devontae. A uh, uh, third and eighteen. Nope, we're gonna throw it to Devontae. We should do some. We should, we should do this screen. Yeah, we're gonna throw it, Devontae. <laughs> like it, it was it literally. The, he, and he broke a record. It was a uh, he had the most uh hundred yards 
I mean, not the most hundred yards. I saw him random, but he had he broke. A, I mean, he didn't break a record, but he he's like the only person Packer to go have like a hundred and like fifty uh, receptions since or receiving yards, not receptions, but receiving yards since I think Jordy Nelson. So I mean, that's saying something if you can get there with Jordy Nelson, and Jordy Nelson is a uh, one of the top receivers in the league. I mean, not in the league, but in Packers history right now. So for me, it's like when you see that, and man, it just that's what I think Odell wanted. He wanted. Oh, that's why I think Odell was looking like, damn, I wish that was me. <laughs> like because it was. That's what you want as a receiver to be like. Okay, if I'm open, if I'm open past me, I don't care. And you knew in that game, I just knew. You just knew from the start of the game when he gave the first pass to the he passed it right to Devontae, You said, oh yeah. He's throwing it to him. He's going to throw it to him a lot of this, this whole game. And he saw a bad, bad matchup. Brandberry couldn't guard him. And even his backup couldn't guard him. So it was like, all right, well, we're just going to keep on throwing it to him. And then, the, then Aaron just kept on throwing it to him. He was like, ah, throw it to him. Screen pass, throw it to him. Uh, it's 33, throw it to him. It's 30 and 20. Okay, we're going to throw it to him for a screen. <laughs> it was just, it was like, all right, curl route, throw it to him. Come back around, throw it to him. <laughs> Uh, a fade route, throw it to him. It was just like, it was, it, it was, it, that's what I think what a, a normal wide receiver wants. They want, like, okay, if I'm open, bro, pass to me. It don't matter about, oh, we a team player, we team, we supposed to be for the team. No, it, I didn't come here for a reason, or I didn't, you didn't draft me just to sit. Like, you drafted me to play the game. And when you don't, it's just, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, speaking of something that don't make sense, um, uh, what we got here? Uh, we got yeah. Of course, talk about the Falcons. Now they're not. Their whole season don't make sense. And the Cowboys, they don't make sense. And their division don't make sense. Uh, the Browns, uh, they don't make sense. I mean, they make sense, but sometimes when they play bad, they don't make sense. The Bills are they're underrated though. I think the Bills, the Jets, they don't make sense. I don't know what doesn't make sense to me too. It's yeah, again, I say why? What is why didn't they fire Adam Gates yet? I mean, is y'all, what are y'all waiting for? The mistletoe or something? Like, to, to, for the man to jump over a moon or something? Like, what are you waiting for to fire Adam Gates? You're waiting for your chains to come or something? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. What are you waiting for? Like, to fire Adam Gates? You just sitting there? I mean, I don't get it. Whatever. It's just me, and I'm not, I'm not even a Jets fan. But I'm just saying, as a, <laughs> as a person of football, why, like, when you see a terrible thing, it's just you, you hate to watch that game because you'd be like, "Oh my God, that's boring!" Like it's just, it's not even entertaining. It's just, especially a losing season. And the Packers, we've been through losing as a Packers fan. I I, I understand because we've been through losing seasons, and I, it's one of the most excruciating game, seasons ever because you know you're gonna lose some of these games by close, or you know some of these games you're gonna get blew out. So. You gotta watch it because you're a fan, so it just it it just makes no sense. But whatever, and it, it just shout out to the NCs, man. Just shout out to them, y'all. Y'all gonna win? Y'all gonna win a division? Uh, but I mean, it's whatever. But man, I'm sorry, y'all. But it's I've been going through. But uh, what? And speaking of something else that don't make sense, the Chiefs won against the Broncos. I mean, that that does make sense. But I mean, just. Patrick Mahomes' greatness—that doesn't make sense. 
I mean, that guy just literally came out of nowhere and just start take. He just took over the league just just like that. Within like five years, he just took over the league. So that's not making sense. The Chargers beat the uh, Jags. I mean, that was a. Eh. I mean, that was a game that you thought. It, and, and actually, uh, Herbert. I don't know how it says Justin. It was just Justin Herbert. He. I. I. I got him for my rookie of the year. I'm sorry. He's my rookie of the year probably because he. He's the only one I think that's really doing. Doing something, he actually can make the playoffs, which I want to see that him making the playoffs. But that's no hitter there. But um, speaking of what's no no hitter there, though, um, we're gonna talk about next week, bro. We're gonna talk about, I mean, not next week, next podcast. We're gonna preview week um eight of the NFL uh season. So uh, that's <laughs> that's all for this episode, though. But y'all, before I leave though, if you want to comment and you want to talk about, you want to, you want to talk, we want to, you want to debate me. You can debate me on the whatever you want to call a podcast, uh, Facebook page on Facebook, or if you don't have a Facebook, some people don't have Facebook. You can go to uh, the uh, Marquis ninety five Sports on Twitter, and you can look and look ninety five Sports. You can follow me, and then you can tweet me. And we could tweet back to get back and forth if you have a, a strong opinion about some team or you are a NFC East fan of any one of these NFC East teams and you want to argue uh, me down or you want to argue me about how great your team is and how they're going to do something, you can tweet me. Or if you don't have a Twitter, you can you might have an Instagram. You can go Instagram me on the Marquise 95 sports on Instagram and uh you can look it up so yeah <laughs> that's, that's off folks uh but I'm not playing uh and also also you need to if you need to start downloading I don't know what y'all doing with y'all life I've been looking at it and I've been watching you I watch you I'm I've been watching you y'all need to start downloading <laughs> I'm just playing though y'all need to download on the Stitcher app or y'all need you can download on uh Spotify, or you can download it on on Apple Podcasts. If you don't got either one of them, I don't know what y'all doing with your life. I said this before. I don't know what you're doing with your life if you're not listening to my podcast. You might be watching something else, but you might be uh, binging on Netflix or Girlfriends or whatever. Or these are one-on-one. I don't know. But uh, see y'all next episode. Peace.